Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. You're listening to America's Diesel Podcast. I saw a news story that uh, the EPA is backing off enforcing emission stuff. And what Pull it way? up. Pull it up. Uh, on uh, it was on uh, it was on Diesel Army. <clears throat> Welcome to the podcast, people. Yeah. This week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts, made by diesel enthusiasts. Ben, take it away. Hell yeah, dude. So this is our in-house fuel bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The You've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are, they have, you know, anti-gel in there all the time. They have cetane in there all the time. They end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per 32 gallons. And that's m- its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae. And it should also help you in colder climates too. Should definitely help you in colder climates. It, along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it, it'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel. And if cetane is just what you're after, there's the Fuel Bomb Hellfire, which is our straight eight plus cetane enhancer. Yeah, and you guys asked and we brought them back. Uh, we did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there. We brought them back for you. So now you can measure out your one ounce per 32 gallons for the F-bomb or four ounces per 32 gallons for the Hellfire. Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. Hey everybody, welcome <laughs> to America's Diesel, Co- Diesel Podcast. This is Ben, Tyler, and Corey. This is the intro. This is the end of the intro. And this is a shaft. This is a shaft. Don't get shafted. Hey, they did an article on six must-have truck accessories that every truck guy should carry. I want to see if I agree with that one. I'm going to open that for later. Um, let's see. EPA loosens grip on emissions delete yeah. enforcement. You want me to send it to you, Corey? I got it up. Okay. Whenever I mention that, I always want to say Jamie because of Joe Rogan, but obviously you're not Jamie, and I'm not Joe Rogan, so. 
That's like the only flag. That's a, the top of their thing is a, their flag. That's like the only flag that's okay to burn. <laughs> From our man Randy. Yeah. If you guys don't know, Randy was on the Randy. podcast previously. He wrote, looks like he wrote a pretty nice piece. Good old Randall. Randy Blah. Bolig. Blah. Blah. <laughs> Let's see. Let me see if we can get the cliff notes here. Yeah. To remove enforcement against aftermarket products from the NECI and return it to standard to a standard priority is a recognition of our industry's commitment to emissions compliance. We're back in business, people. No, I'm kidding. Not We're really. not. Emissions <laughs> yeah. compliant products. Okay. Five, uh, over half a million violations they they uh, found. All in all. <laughs> The EPA like, found? It. Yeah. It says that very, uh, since the inception of this initiative in uh, 2020, EPA resolved over 130 cases, which addressed over 539,000 violations. Jeez. It's like, <laughs> you didn't find the other 500, huh? Yeah. <laughs> resolved. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> resolved 130. Dude's getting hit right now like super hard is Sinister. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah. And they're trying to lump in Corey with Sinister. <laughs> Because they were, they were selling Corey's tunes. Yeah. Every, well, they basically anytime any new anything comes up, they try and lump Corey Willis into it. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, I mean, he's a lot of squeaky wheel. Yeah, and he well, and he's the most outspoken it, of all of it with good reason. It's already been resolved though, so it's like they can't really go after him again yeah. for the same thing. Wouldn't that be like double, double jeopardy? Like they can't do that. Well, no, they, they use Corey's name as a a buzzword or buzz button for Sinister. Gotcha. Because people may not have heard Sinister before, but if they're fu- if if it's a non-diesel person following this and they maybe haven't heard of Sinister, they have heard of Corey. Yeah. And then like, oh, it's, it's they're doing the same bad stuff as Corey did. Ugh. Corey didn't do shit bad. Like yeah. he's I love you, Corey. Yeah. <laughs> I love you too. Yeah. Corey with a K. Right. Fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> you're two different cores, and you're magnificent for two different reasons. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's fighting the good fight, and I respect everything he's doing, and yeah. uh, it's it's going to be interesting. You know how many times a day, like, when I answer the phone, I'm like, this is Corey, and they're like, Corey Willis? You should just say, yeah. I'm like, no, not that guy. <laughs> <It is>. <laughs> <sighs> we used to always get the, I want to speak to Corey Williams. <laughs> I'm having a problem yeah. in the truck. Yeah. I want to talk to him. He he did my tunes. And I'm like... It's like, sir, you don't know how the internet works. Yeah. First off, <laughs> yeah. I'm not even sure if you bought them from us. Yeah. Because we do sell them. But also, different company, and his name is Corey Willis, and the company is PPEI. And also, uh, not to say that, you know, anybody's too good to do anything, but uh, we're at a point right now where PPEI has probably about 15 employees I'm sorry, but uh, Corey didn't write your tune. Yeah, Corey, Corey wrote the tune that works on your truck, but like he has a he has people there that look at your stuff yeah. and, and make sure. That- sorry to <laughs> say that your 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 truck with a uh, um, basic exhaust and <laughs> with an a specter intake and an intake. Um, <laughs> Doesn't negate custom tuning, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and you're getting the same tuning as your buddy with an S and B intake <laughs> and a Flow Pro exhaust, and then your other buddy that has MBRP exhaust and an AFE intake. You're getting the same tuning. <laughs> oh, you have a lift pump. Same, same tuning. tuning. 
they actually assume you have a lift pump yeah. when they gave you that tuning. <laughs> Did your sales guy tell you not to run above, yeah. you know, tune two when you, yeah. when you didn't before you got a lift pump? Yeah, that's why. Yeah. That's why you're I, I want to say even if you have like a drop-in turbo, like a modified VGT drop-in turbo, still got the same tuning. More than likely. More than likely. Um, you can ask <laughs> them to retune it for you and they'll get you some better parameters, but like for the most part... If you just buy it off the website, yeah. it's the same tuning. Pretty much. Which this isn't a secret. We've been telling yeah. people this for years. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't seem day, to get through. <laughs> some guy, you know, they were calling, hey, I just put in taking my, my truck and need to get my tunes. Yeah, what are your mods? <laughs> Got an intake. Put an intake on there now. Lift like, pump. I'm, I'm like, Sick. There's that like pause like, uh-huh. <laughs> and, and I'm waiting for the and. Waiting for like the turbo or injectors or. <laughs> yeah, eh. That's yeah. it. Yeah. But this isn't bashing people, okay? This is just like, this is just how it is. Yeah. Like uh, the best quote that's ever been out there as far as with diesel tuning was from Ryan Milliken. Yes. The milkman himself. Yeah. Tuning doesn't make power. Parts make power. Tuning just unlocks it. That's it. Boom. But we're not talking like again an intake or like things like that. Your parts. We're talking like hard engine parts, um, like turbos and injectors. Turbos make power. Injectors make power. <laughs> Cams yeah, make yeah. power. Heads. <laughs> anyways, yeah. that's all. Anyways, uh, so your wife's car. Yeah, we're gonna deviate from uh, a little bit the normal truck stuff we talk about a little bit here, um, but just to, it's it's kind we're of gonna a good escape mine. the truck stuff. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> for a moment for a moment yeah, yeah. Scott Bay. um but it's a, it's a good uh, in my opinion it's kind of a good story as far as uh frame of mind and just kind of like and working through stuff and maintenance yeah <laughs> um so and, and tyler hasn't heard like any of this yet he just knows oh, I heard the, the basic stuff the, the very very basic yeah. yeah um so uh my wife uh her daily driver is a 2012 four escape it's the 2.5 liter four cylinder all-wheel drive uh we've and for those of you wondering, 2012 is the last year before they changed to the current body style. Very rare vehicle. I wouldn't say it's actually <laughs> rare, but this particular... Like, I'm not trying to get Famoco guy on you real quick here. <laughs> you are a little bit. But this particular configuration is not abundant. Ty- Tyler's nodding facetiously right now. Uh-huh. And, yeah. What I mean by that uh-huh. is like, and it's, you typically don't see this trim level like that to put it. You don't is, see these LTs very true. often. This is going to be sound such a fucking nerd. It's a Ford escape. I know. I know. But I get, I get so particular about certain things and it's yeah. like, see of all wheel drive Ford escape. That's normal up here. Not the four cylinder. And not this trim package. Oh, the trim uh, package. Uh. I just want you to know that this, <laughs> this was custom ordered. <laughs> Whoever bought this originally, it was custom ordered. Who in their right mind? Not me. Okay. It wasn't order. me. It, I know. Probably the same person who put in a drop-in bed liner. Probably. Fuck By the guys. way, I just saw one of those Fuck on the side guys. of the road. A drop upside down in the median. I bet you <laughs> I bet you it'll survive there for the next four hundred years. I almost called you and said, Hey, you should go grab this. If you fit that run it. <laughs> free is free. Uh, Anyways, now that we've gotten the uh, nostalgic factor away from my yeah. wife's fucking car here. <laughs> it's a four escape. It is a four escape. But uh, truth be told, um, for any of you guys out there that are looking for a, a little wifey mobile or anything like that, uh, the older body style Ford Escapes, basically, I don't know when they started, but all of it 2012, those are the ones that we all kind of know. Now they all kind of look like sports cars or kind of like a hatchback. 
but back when they actually looked like this kind of stupid, like the original small SUVs. He's a sports car? I did. <laughs> Compared to what they used to look like, they look like a sports car now. Nah. I'm letting him go with it. So definitely, yeah, I would yeah, put that in the sports yeah. car category. Yeah. It's not very often that Corey and Tyler team up on me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Except for bedliners and this. But when they do, it's it's uh, vicious. Yeah. <laughs> and I... Uh, bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't happen very often. I'm okay with it. Um, this car has been really good to us. Uh, mm. We got it with like 90,000 miles on it. It has like 130 on it now. So we don't put a lot of miles on it. But it's a great everyday driver for my wife. It's all-wheel drive. It's got good tires on it. So in the winter, it's just point and shoot. Gets good mileage. Yeah. Um, I've had to replace the wheel bearing and tone rings and do services on it and stuff like that. But otherwise, it's been a very, very reliable car. Uh, my car situation has always fluctuated, but if there's one piece of advice I can give to potentially a young couple or a, um, suitor trying to get his female's car taken care of, um, my best piece of advice for you is get her something a little bit nicer, a little bit newer, because the last thing you want to do is always have to work on her car or have something happen to her car and her try to describe it to you when she's on the side of the road. Yeah. Like, you buy the $1,500 yeah, you you half-ton yeah. truck with 300,000 miles on it. You get her the 2015 with, like, 40,000 miles on it or something like that. Just, sure. just that she's happy with and you don't have to worry about. Um, but anyhow, um, so about almost two years ago, a year and a half ago or so, I noticed that there was uh, a little bit of moisture accumulating on the lower valance, the, like that stupid gray part in the bottom part of the front bumper. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could not pinpoint where it was coming from. Um, I, I could see that there was something coming from about a certain level on the AC condenser, um, but the AC still worked perfectly and the, and the car wasn't overheating. So I was like, everything's fine. Yeah. Um, so I like sprayed down with some brake clean and it kind of got dirty around the same area again after a, a couple of months and it never left an actual drop. It was just like what we would call sweating. It was just, just the tiniest bit. Yeah. Um, and so I, I let it go. Honestly, I, I told my wife, I was like, Hey, there's something, there's some sort of leak. You probably haven't even noticed it yet. The, I, I only see yeah, this It probably thing. doesn't even drip on the ground. It just no, it, 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 literally it doesn't. evaporates before it. Yeah. Or it, it just it doesn't. Um, and I was like, there's something going on with it. I'm going to do some more diagnosing. I'm going to try and figure it out. But like, just so you know, if like you drive it every day, if you hear a different noise, you got to tell me. Like, we're, yeah. we're, I, we're not on red alert right now, but it's one of those things where like, if it just happens to make a different noise, this is not the time for you to just kind of be like, oh yeah, it did it's that like a six, yellow alert. Yeah, it did that six months ago. I didn't say anything. I didn't know if, no, you, I need to fucking do it now. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, anyway, so it, it carried on. It, we finished out that summer. Um, and throughout the winter, nothing more really happened with it. Started on last summer. It kind of kept dripping a little bit, kept dripping or kept, you kept, uh, I could see it happening through the grill. Yeah. And finally it's like, it was towards the end of last summer and I was like, all right, I got to figure out what this is because it is getting slightly worse, but I need to figure out what it is because winter's coming up and the last thing I want to do is deal with this when it's 10 degrees outside. Right. Um, so I need to either force this problem to rear its head now or I just need to be okay with it and kind of just, you know, make sure it happens. So I got a coolant pressure tester. Um, and again, the car is overheating. Nothing's wrong with it. And the AC still blows cold. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. And uh, so I got a coolant pressure tester system, uh, pressurized the coolant system, and it held. And when I say it held, like... I did it, it held, I emptied it, and I did it, 
you know, I basically tried it two or three times and then I put pressure in it and like I went inside and had lunch and came back out still holding the same amount of pressure. Didn't yeah, lose a good. pound. Yeah. I'm like, cool. Well, the radiator is not the issue. We're not leaking coolant. Like, all right. But it's still on the condenser. It's still on the condenser in a very localized spot. I'm like, shit. And everything's still working fine on the car. So finally, I, I fully take off the entire front bumper. Grill bumper, everything, headlights stay on there. And I separate the AC condenser from the radiator and I clean the living fuck out of everything. The, yeah. the lower cross member where everything's kind of creeping around, all of it. Um, top off all the fluids. If anything was slightly low, just topped it off. And I even put a pen mark on everything. I was like, something is very small is happening and I have to catch it. Yeah. Um, but I cleaned it. I probably wasted, when I say wasted, I mean like I shot like probably six cans of brake cleaned everything, compressed air, simple green, all of it. And so first thing I did was, you know, I repressurized the coolant system. Just again, still nothing. Okay. Turn the car on. Nothing. Turn the AC on. It seemed like something was happening, but I couldn't be sure. It just, it was like this tiniest little bubble. Yeah. I'm like, it can't be the AC though, because the AC still blows cold. If it's been going this time, it has a bubble on there. That means it leaks all the time. Why isn't it leaking out? Yeah. I'm like, ah, it just, it just doesn't jive with me. I'm not sure, but it doesn't like i can't lie there's there's something coming out here so like spray with brake clean hit it with air still see cup stuff coming out like grab some soapy water and just kind of you know throw it on there and still coming out still coming out so something is coming out of the ac condenser but there's so little fluid i can't even figure out what kind it is like that's how slow it's coming out it's like a mist yeah like i even try to i try to hold a piece of paper up to try and catch it up and it's just it honestly looked dirty yeah, and I was like, "Well, it's probably you know, and because it was happening behind like a uh, one of like the support bands that were kind of like crimped on." Yeah, so I'm like, "Well, there's rust back there, and it's shooting past the rust, and it's just getting dirty." Like I couldn't figure it out because yeah. again, everything is working fine. Right. Um. So that was the end of last summer, and that's I again I went to my wife, you know, and folks that don't know, she runs her budget. She's really good at it. I'm really good at handling other people's money. I am fucking really bad when it comes to my own yeah i've gotten a lot better yeah. okay i'm a lot better than i used to aren't be. we all <laughs> yeah um but as far as like our day-to-day our, our month-to-month stuff and stuff like that we sit down um usually every quarter um but especially at the beginning and end of every year to make plans and kind of keep our goals moving forward and stuff like that yeah. if you don't do that i highly suggest you doing it and for those of you that maybe don't do it and you're going to start doing it and you're combining your finances this will lead to fights you are going to glove up, baby. Yeah, you are going to <laughs> fucking fight. Okay, yeah. you're going to get pissed. You're and it's you're probably going to get more pissed at yourself than your counterpart, especially yeah. if you're <laughs> like me. Like I just, I was the one that had to be brought back in a check. My wife had to bring me back in a check, and at the end of it, I was so pissed at myself. I let myself get so out of control. Um, but I highly recommend you do that early on, especially before you have kids. Just, just do it. Okay. Um, get an Excel sheet, do something, start making plans. Uh, anyways, so I, I let her know, I'm like, Hey, so something is leaking. I found it. I think it's the AC condenser. Like something's coming from that, yeah. but it's not enough. The AC still blows ice cold. We're good. And it's like the end of summer. And so we were kind of like going into the holidays and things are kind of tight. And I'm like, it's the AC condenser. Like it's basically fall is almost over like next week. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's going to get cold and no one's going to care. And so, I mean, summer is almost over. So, yeah, sorry, summer is over. 
And uh, so the, our basic consensus between each other, and I gave her my the best advice I could. I was like, hey, this is something, I don't do AC work. I can replace the condenser, but they're going to have to evacuate the system and like that. I'd rather just have a shop do it. Yeah. Um, I already have a shop that I took my excursion to for AC work. Like, I, I trust him. That's fine. Um, and she's like, cool, it doesn't need to happen now. I'm like, honestly, no, it still works. Nothing's making any noises, and it's going to get cold soon, and you're not going to use it over winter. Um, but once next summer comes around and you start using it again, I'm going to be honest, it's probably going to fail at the most inopportune time. It's probably going to fail right after a heat wave. Yeah. Um, or it's going to fail right before we take a trip or before you go back to work and I don't have an extra car. Or, or it's just like not going to work when you want it to, right when it starts getting hot. Exactly. Yeah. And if, if we aren't able to do it at that time, like when, when this issue arises again, it's basically, it has to go in for service now. Yeah. There's no like, let it bleed out. Because right. at that point, we may fry a compressor, we may fry an evaporator, all sorts of kind of stuff, and it gets more and more expensive. Yeah. And if that's what you want to do, you need to be ready, because I'm giving you this advice now, I'm our mechanic, it's going to cost us more. Yeah. And if you want to run it into the ground like that, that's fine. But personally, I don't want to run your car into the ground. It's been really good to us. Let's not do that. Yeah. She's like, okay. So we let it ride all winter. And it went fine all summer until basically now. Um, it's currently like the, like August, uh, the first, I know I've, it's, uh, it's, it's the end of August right now. It's like, it's all 23rd. They were talking about this. Um, so my, uh, my wife was getting ready to leave for her bachelorette, uh, her wife, sister's bachelorette party. And, uh, I was like, Hey, you know, I've noticed that the wet spots getting a little bit bigger. Um, have you like, I just want to like, have you noticed She's like, yeah, it's been making a weird noise. I'm like, God fucking damn it. <laughs> yeah. You're supposed to tell me this shit. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about. And we've talked about this. Yeah. I gave you a refresher like three months ago. Yeah. <laughs> if it makes a noise, you need to tell me. Because I don't I'm not always in her car. Like Right. I, yeah. <laughs> um and so she explains it to me, and I'm like, that does sound like AC stuff, but I'm not sure. Again, I'm not an AC expert, but I know that it's getting bigger. And I'm like, cool. Well, we're gonna we're gonna handle this next week. Um, again, the AC is still ice cold, ice yeah. fucking cold, and it's not. Like, it doesn't even take a long time to cool down. Yeah. You turn it on, it's like within a minute, ice cold, working great, still runs, drives, shifts, everything's fine. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, all right, cool. As she gets back from the bachelorette party and whatnot, and I'm like, all right, cool. I I made an appointment at the same shop I take all my other stuff to, and uh, I I normally when I drop stuff off there. I'm usually late to work because they open they open at eight. Yeah, but uh, I do have a little bit of rapport with the guy there. It's actually like a random gas station shop. They just happen to do really good AC work. Yeah, yeah, um, which is great, and it's right next to my house. Yeah, um, but like I took I took my excursion to him, and I, I would usually sit there. I have like a a quick two minute face to face, like, hey, just so you know, man, like I'm not trying to like toot anything here, but like I do all the work on this truck. I do everything else. Yeah. I don't do AC work. Yeah, um, but also I am like. This is what I've diagnosed on the AC system. Do your diagnosis. If you find something else, I trust you. Do whatever you got to do. Like I am a, if there's something that looks like it may kind of might need to be replaced, do it. I'm a buy once, cry once. I'd rather spend 1200 now than, you know, six, six, six and seven, four and three and two or whatever. This, it's more of a hassle for me to bring it to you than for me to do it later on and cheap out. Right. And he's like, I really appreciate that. I was like, cool. Like, just give me a call. Let me know. Um, but like, if you need approval for anything, like if it's a thousand dollars, call me. Yeah. If there's anything under that, just fucking do it. Order parts. 
if it's a cheap or an expensive part or the expensive one like i yeah i do not fuck around when it comes to this kind of stuff and, and like they're usually they when they, they they hear that kind of stuff like service writers or shop owners like thank you i appreciate that yeah like, yeah makes makes their job a lot easier yeah like yeah. I, I like i genuinely like please just do it like you guys are the pros like i don't when it comes yeah. to ac work i can't fucking do that shit mm-hmm. um so i drop it off and i unfortunately wasn't able to have that face-to-face with them but i, I tried to make sure that over the phone like here hey oh my god that brought the excursion this 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 and like hey i've diagnosed like i kind of diagnosed it a little bit here again i'm not an ac expert um but i'm pretty sure it's leaking from the top right corner of the ac condenser that's what i found um but but go through your whole diagnosis thing like just that that's what i found to give you guys a heads up okay cool um this literally like today this is the 23rd today this happened in fact if you watched our live today on the 23rd that's the phone call that came in yeah (laughs) um so i called him at about 3 30 because we start filming at four usually i'm like hey i'm just checking in he's like yeah the radiator's leaking i'm like no it's not <laughs> he's like, did they pressure test? He's like, oh, the, yeah. The, you you may have seen that the compressor. You may have thought the compressor had issues because there's stuff all over, but it's actually coolant leaking all over. I was like, are you? Did you pressure test it? Are you sure? He's like, yeah. I mean, that's that's what it, it's all over the cross member and everything. And I was like, I I don't know, man. Like, I, I I'll be honest. Like, I I, I pressure tested and held like 20 pounds for like over an hour, um and. And to be honest, like I also I took off the front bumper and separated the condenser from the you know I f- I found air like bubbles coming out of the condenser, you know unless I forgot what a condenser. This just happened. The, this conversation. I, the, not today. The second one happened just now, but the conversation oh, okay. that, the first, that I'm, okay, I'm going okay, over right okay. now it happened at three thirty today. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. I didn't hear that one. I was, no, I was like, didn't. wait, I did not hear him say that. I was in my office when that happened. It was <laughs> okay. right before I came in here. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, and, and I was like, are you sure, man? Like, as like, I'm not trying to like question you question yeah. you or anything i'd be like dude I, I pressure tested that thing and I, he's like do you have you added, added anything to the ac system I'm like no i haven't touched it he's like that's still blowing really cold i'm like i know yeah it, but, but there's air there's something coming out of that corner up there and it's like like i separate everything i sprayed it with like six cans of brake clean simple green compressed air took the bumper up all like the radiator's fine the coolant package is fine yeah it's yeah. not overheating yeah yeah something <laughs> else is happening there and you could kind of tell, like, I don't know, maybe if that, like, shook a chord with him, or he's kind of like, well, maybe we need to look at it again, or something like that. And I, I wasn't trying to chew him out by any means. No, was like, but it's, again, like when they, you just do something, yeah, and that's like taking a car into a shop, and you, like, just replace the spark plugs, and them telling you that the spark plugs are bad. You're mm-hmm. like, wait a second here. I literally just put spark plugs in this. How are you telling me that they're bad? Yeah, like, like did I gap them wrong, yeah, or are you telling yeah, me they're fouled? Like, yeah, what's yeah, going on yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I sell that stuff, and I was like, hey, if 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 that's a diagnosis, that's fine. I, I mean, I, I I would like you know, can someone look at it again? Yeah, honestly, like I'm just, I have no problem paying a diagnostic fee if this is what you find. But if it is truly just a radiator, then I'll do it. I'll replace the radiator. I'll still pay a diag fee. Like I'm not yeah, trying to yeah. like your your hour your you know hour hundred dollar an hour diag fee or something like Whatever. that. I'm yeah. happy to pay that. You guys yep. have always been good to me. I'm not sure, but can someone like? Can you make sure that's the diagnosis here? Because I don't want to go home and replace a freaking perfect. Because I'm going to pressure test it again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if it pressure tests good, I'm sorry, but I've lost all faith in that shop. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, and with... I feel bad because they're good people. But I, I feel like maybe they could be good people, but bad yeah. diagnosis. They, so... they may have just glanced over it or something. You know? Sure. Yeah. It, you know, it, things happen. Yeah. Um. And so he like during the, our live session just now, you know, like half an hour ago or so. That's what he called. Um. And on the phone, he's like, so I, I had the, the tech, you know, re-look at it, and it's actually uh, neither what you or I thought it was. And I'm like, oh, shit. 
like i'm glad we did this then he's like uh i didn't know this and i'm guessing you may not have either maybe you did maybe you didn't but uh the transmission cooler is integrated in with the ac condenser and it's actually those uh, top three rows up there oh that's fuck. the transmission cooler so it's been spitting training fluid remember when i said i tried to get in it looked rusty yeah it's because it was dirty transmission fluid yeah exactly wow and and he's like we can replace it we can do this this and this you know it'll be i think he said after tax 760 or something like that because they do have to evacuate the ac system and all that stuff still which i can do um and even then i was like wow uh approved whatever you need to do like that's fine and I was like, are you guys going to do any sort of like draining fill on the transmission or anything like that? Or what do you have going on? He's like, honestly, just whatever fluid we, we lose out of the cooler is what we'll replace. I was like, hey, actually, you know, somewhat recently did a transmission service on it. Uh, I have some like nice shaver fluid in there. Um, would you mind if I drop off some shaver fluid? Can you use that instead? And he's like, oh, 100%. That's t- I, I didn't know, like, not very many people know about shavers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I hundred percent like, and cool. he's like, yeah. And again, I was like, approved. I hate it when they do that shit when they put coolers together like that. Yeah, I yeah. fucking hate that. I it would have. <clears throat> like I get me why off. they do it. I get why they do it. Yeah. You know, it's you're dealing with a small package here, mm-hmm. trying to get everything integrated. But the fact that if it is leaking, just just transmit. Like honestly, if it was like a different rig and it was my own, I'd be like. I'm fucking bypassing that bitch. I'm going to go to Napa and buy a fucking small transmission cooler and I'm going to reroute these hoses. 100%. I would, <laughs> like, if you think about it, yeah. it's, it's the top two rows of the yeah. AC condenser. Yep. I could have bought a power steering fluid cooler from yeah. a 7.3. Yeah. And yeah. And just self-tapped it to the frame. Yeah. Done. Like done. Yep. With some yeah, hoses yeah, and hose yeah. clamps. Bam. Done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. And he was like, all the parts have a lifetime warranty. All this that. He's like, I'm starting to, uh, he's like, I kind of remember. I'm starting to, but I remember you now. Yeah. I was like, cool. I was like, if there's a you know cheap option, go with the expensive one. Like I'm approved. You can have my car number now, whatever you need. Like that's, that's totally fine. He's like, no, nope, no, nope, we'll get it done. And uh, we'll be able to get it done tomorrow for you. Sweet. I'm like, fuck yeah, man. And uh, I get to go tell my wife about that because I, I sent her, a, she asked me like, like, have you talked to them yet? And I sent her a text back and I was like, I, I literally, my text was like, I'm losing faith in this shop and I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> and that's a lot for me to say. Like I, it's, well, because I don't take my cars to shops. Okay. I don't do that. This well, is a stress. Here's the thing. My, like, it's just, <sighs> if you did, if you just said that first phone call, well, you know, and doubted yourself and be like, yeah, okay. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. And they went and just replaced the fucking rate the radiator. You still have a fucking problem. Yeah. So a little Listen, I know you like the shop and it's, you know, it's convenient and that sort of thing, but at mm-hmm. the same time, it's kind of their fault a little bit. Like they fucking kind of misdiagnosed it originally and the only yeah. reason why they double checked is because you questioned them. Yeah. Which it's kind of sad like how it is. how do it's you kind of a bummer. It is kind of a bummer. I mean, you know, it, but the thing is, like, I, I can see why they would have. I don't think anybody pressure tested it because they would have known immediately. Why wouldn't you have? Why wouldn't they have? It well, would have taken five is, minutes to put a pressure gauge on there I don't, and test it. I don't know why they maybe would have disregarded my, like, again, like, I've been a service well, I th- writer. Yeah, okay, I th- I've been I, on the other When someone says, hey, I need this fixed, like, my first question to them is, like, do you want me to do this blindly for you? Or is this what you found and you want us to make sure that that's it and fix it? Because that's two very different things. If sure. someone said, if I went in there and said, replace need- my condenser, do it now. And they yeah, said, that, okay, that's what we I did this. For. Yeah. And it's not it. That's on me. That's oh, 100%, on me. 100%. 100%. 
And so, like that's I, I, that's why I always will tell them, like I will pay for the diagnostic fee, even if, if like if I end up fixing myself, 100%. I'll pay. Like I don't want you to think I'm gonna like. But like that. my my question is like what what diagnosis did they do? How exactly. did they come to that conclusion that it was the radiator? Mm-hmm. What was your process that you went like that? Those are the questions that I'm thinking in my head. Yeah, is how did you get to that? And then now we're here, and it's not that. Mm-hmm. It's something totally different. Yeah. and the, Because the, did you not look at it? And like, well, if, I, like, what, what, like, what? I would never, like, ask them that. Like, I wouldn't mm-hmm. want to, like, get in a confrontation with them, especially if they have your vehicle torn apart and that sort of right, thing. Right. But at the same time, it just makes you, it just makes you wonder, did you actually diagnose that, that vehicle? Yeah. Well, and that, that's, again, like, the... There's so they, they could have had a new guy that yeah. they just hired that maybe it was like oh it must be this I can totally see why they would have thought it was the radiator and I'm not trying to super defend the shop because I, I no personally, I, I, I do see, like yeah. them yeah. but the if they were to pop the hood and look at it and say like because you can see like it's leaking across the cross member it's, it's like kind of soaking a lot of stuff yeah but you if you that. weren't you yeah. and just a regular Joe they would have said replace that and still have a problem yeah and could have had a even bigger problem because we're talking the transmission cooler and the transmission fluid leaking out of the vehicle mm-hmm. so it's like well but then the leak would have still been there and i would have had, I, I know but who's paying for uh, who, under uh, yeah under who, a normal guy if it was just a normal didn't ask those oh, questions they yeah. would have brought it back it's still it's still doing the same thing that's impossible other than right and that's where people lose their trust in, in automotive shops, yeah. shops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a bummer, but it, it is a bummer. But uh, uh, luckily, you have the wherewithal. Like you've already tested that. You've mm-hmm. already done those things and have the ability to question them on that. Like that, that. That's just super frustrating to me. It is because it's like I I trust you with my vehicle. You're supposed to give me a good diagnosis. And again, I'm not trying to just like bash this, this place. There's could have been a, a whole slew of situations that have that that accumulated to make this situation happen but at the same time like Mm -hmm. that's a misdiagnosis yeah like me personally if i was that shop owner i would feel terrible if they came back to have the same problem and find something else that was actually going wrong the whole time like i would feel obligated to be like yeah i guess i'll refund you man like uh, yeah we fucked up or you would that's like you go to the doctor cover the new the new next thing like, yeah. it's the same issue, yeah, but you diagnosed yeah, it wrong. Yeah, you're just losing money at that point, but yeah. it's like you're also losing trust, and you're also losing, you know, your reputation. Yeah. So, it's, it's like coming in, like, oh, my fucking knee is hurting me, man. Doc, fix me up. Yeah. It's actually your ankle, man. We're going to put a couple screws in, and we're going to... it be good. <laughs> You'll be good. You'll be fine. <laughs> you know, it all heals up, and you're like, fuck, my knee still fucking hurts. Yeah. Oh, it actually is your fucking knee. Ah shit! Damn! <laughs> like, like, come on, people, come yeah. on! But I, I, I personally, to play a little, little bit of, because I, I do, I do really like those guys. I know you do. I know you do. The and I know. Can the, you ask them how they came to the conclusion that the radiator was bad? I can tell, like, you, in a I, nice way. I can probably tell you exactly how what happened. Let's hear it. So. This technician is probably looking at the vehicle, and I think it's only like a three man deal over there. There's like the the owner of the portion of that shop and like the two techs or something. Well, like they that. should be fucking good techs. Then there's really only three of them. Um, but I'm sure he popped the hood and looked at it and said, you know, and what was the initial complaint? He looked at the RO and was like, 
possible, you know, AC condenser issue. So you probably looked at it. Hmm. There's definitely some, like, something's leaking, for sure. He probably started the car, put a temperature probe, or, like, hit the AC on and was like, immediately AC's cold. He's like, this AC's working great. He probably put it, because he, he did mention the AC was blowing at, like, 44 degrees. He put a temp probe in there and was like, AC's blowing cold. He's like, I'm going to be the dick. I'm going to be the dick. How do you look at an AC condenser? You see the a AC lines that are very, very distinct. Yeah. Going into an AC cooler, and then you see transmission lines going into the top. Of well, the I missed that cooler. too. Like I you, didn't know well, they were integrated. Like, uh, but there's still lines there, right? It's probably a hard line with a quick disconnect fitting. Yeah. That's not an AC line. Like that, to me, would be like an immediate, like, oh wow, this is a split cooler. We've got something going on yeah, here. I didn't catch either, so it's, it's it must be the radiator. <laughs> Like, like the sports cars, dude. Sports cars. Sports cars. This right? is a sports vehicle. This is a high performance vehicle. If it had a spray and bed liner, they would have got it right away. But so like, I, I'm, I'm I being a too. dick to be yeah. a dick. But the the portion that I was right on though is the unit that's the leaking. unit that was leaking. Yes. yes. Don't so go that initially line, to That line that you were testing. What was the connection? What do you mean? What line I was testing? You said you were getting like some spray on like a piece of paper. It wasn't a line. It was like a pinhole in like the the oh the side. Okay, the, just like, the side. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Like uh, because I was gonna talk shit about you. It's like yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. no, because I because I, I, I will be honest. Like even when that fluid sprayed out, like I I never had a full on for sure. This is this. Yeah. yeah. Feeling with it. Yeah. It was always like. Well, you at least knew where it was coming. I knew, I knew the from. object that was leaking. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I just didn't know what fluid it was, and I, I'm I'm kind of well. I was I was this whole time before you said it was the transmission. I was like, well, it's it's oil out of the AC. Like AC has yeah. oil in it. That was my it's thought. usually Maybe it's usually bright green. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's a it's exactly. a fluorescent green color, or you know, a fluorescent color, um, which typically doesn't get brown yeah. or that kind of color. So, but because. It and could that, have been dirt, whatever. Yeah, and that's what tripped me up too, because it was like the the condenser. It's it was it's so thin and so small. They don't actually have like welded on caps. It's almost like a tube. Yeah, that goes up and down a, the side. Right, and it was one of the 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 like crimped on metal support brackets that go around it. Mm -hmm. It's leaking behind it, so I can't actually see the fucking hole that's coming right. out of. It's just seeping out of this crimped and on then, connection. Yeah, on the like one of the side or poles of of the condenser. And that's again, I, I didn't have, I should have done more research. Um, but in my head, I'm like, but, it's an AC condenser. It's an AC condenser. I, it's a thing. Well, at the same time, you, you, you narrowed it down to this particular to the, cooler, the, the thing, not the radiator. Yeah, exactly. So, I, so I'm, I'm just I'm, curious. You don't have to ask them. Yeah. I would just be curious on how they came to that conclusion. And I, I don't know how you can ask that without being portrayed as an ass. To an auto shop. Honestly, or... I think I already did because I asked him. I was like, "Did he pressure test it?" And he didn't have an answer for me. I was like, "Cause I did." Yeah. And it was like it, it held like twenty or twenty two pounds for like almost an hour. Yeah. Like it's it's not yeah. a coolant system. No, I know. I I know you question, but I'm just like if you were to like get the tech mm -hmm. in a small room with two chairs <laughs> in a one way mirror <laughs> and just. How did you come to the conclusion it was a radiator? Yeah. Tell me now. Or I, I'll break your fingers one by one. <laughs> I can... Okay, so again, I'm, I'm, I bet you I know what he did. 
put a temperature gauge on the on the uh, temperature gauge. So AC's blowing cold. Okay, it's not the AC. Um, we just went through a massive heat spike, and this is a. And someone's having complaints after yeah, a massive heat this spike. Is a, this is an eleven-year-old. I, I get it, but yeah. these, I know, but these are all so he, assumptions. Yeah, he didn't check any of his. These are have not been verified. verified. Yeah. So it's, if he had done a pressure test, he would have come to the same conclusion I did. Like, hmm, that is perfectly fine. What was the complaint again? Oh, the customer states that he, you know, has done some diagnosing and states that the condenser's leaking. Well, you know what? I'm going to take a st- I'm going to take more of a look at the I'm gonna condenser. I'm going to take 10 minutes and look at this condenser yeah. and then realize, wow, there's transmission lines going to this as well as AC lines. Yeah. Or at least know that like, okay, I thought it was the radiator, it's not the radiator. Block it out, check done. Radiator's yeah. good. Yeah. Um so this object is leaking. Well, I and again, I'm going to there's a lot of shit that can be done in an hour if you're actually testing things. True. It takes five minutes to check a fucking radiator. Yeah. If there's a leak in a radiator, you're going to find it. Yeah. You're going to find a pressure drop. You're going to find something within five minutes. Yeah. That's five minutes of an hour. What are you doing for the other 55 minutes yeah. <laughs> of that of that hour diagnosis? But, I'm sorry. I'm just talking shit. Very good. Just, At least they came to the right decision and they're in the right call, which I'm, I'm happy for. I'm glad for. they did too. Yeah. I'm glad they did too. Um, I'm glad I just get it done with. Um, yeah. And honestly, it's it's basically it's it's the exact price almost that I, I told my wife. Oh, that, perfect! Makes like, you look good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, this just goes to show people that it's okay. To, it's okay to question your tech. Mm-hmm. And I like I, I like automotive techs. They have a very hard job. They work mm-hmm. on a lot of different vehicles with a lot of different systems. There's a lot of things. To, to, to know and to understand, I get all that. But at the same time, this kind of stuff makes you, this is the reason why people question techs. Mm-hmm. And if you have the ability and the, and, and, and the tools to be able to, to r- just run a couple preliminary tests, not, not to, not even to figure out if there's something wrong, but again, to figure out if there's something, if everything, if, if the, if something's working right, if you can verify that something is working good and then they come back and tell you that that thing that you verified is working good is not good, you have every right to question them. Mm-hmm. And I, I think you should. You don't want to spend money you don't have to. Um, but yeah, they, it's, it's it's a little upsetting, honestly. Yeah, it's, a, it it's, a, it's a little upsetting. I, I have lost a little bit of faith, but at the same time... the But at least you are smart enough to be able to, to pre-test some of these things. Mm-hmm. To actually to be able to kind of narrow it down to give them more information than the average Joe, and be like, "Hey, this I've, I looked at this. I've looked at this. I think it's this." Those people should then take that information, focus on what you said, and verify it's working or not. And it, you could be wrong. You could yeah. very well be wrong, but at least they actually did the test to know, like, hey. I know you thought it was this. We tested this, this, and this, and it's actually working fine. Mm-hmm. What we did find, though, after we tested this, this, and this, that X is wrong. Yeah, that's the correct... That would be the correct response. Everything you said right there. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, at least it's getting fixed. <laughs> it's getting fixed. And it's, it's getting on fixed. budget. It's getting fixed. And it's going to get shapers. Get shapers put back in. The escape. The escape lives again. She lives another day. Sports vehicle. I, it's one of the most unlikely vehicles that I've I've come to. Sport utility vehicle. It is. 
you it's want an to, SSUV, super sport utility vehicle. It's actually considered a uh, SSXT. Oh no, it's not. No, it's EXT. No, I think it. I think on title, it's considered a truck. It is not a truck. There, there's. There's no, uh... That is a you're small not making SUV. this argument. <laughs> you're not making this argument. It is no. a small SUV. I know, but th there are some small SUVs It's that closer to a crossover than it is I a truck. I agree. <laughs> but it, it, if, it, some of them, if you look at, like, the, the classifications on certain things, it's classified as a truck for some reason. <laughs> well, you need to go to the DMV and have to fix that. It's a sports car it's closer, truck. it's closer to a car than it is a truck. I agree. There was what was the other one? Like a like, Subaru is more of a truck than that thing. Is. I think I think it actually was the uh, what was that stupid panel? Is it the SSR? No, the the panel thing from Chevy. HHR. HHR. That was classified as a truck. I would classify that as homo. Yeah, and even on their website, <laughs> it's not classified as a truck. But as far as like the. Yeah. Uh, as far as registration and stuff like that, the when you look yeah, at you it, you go to the DMV and raise hell because that's bullshit. Because yeah. you're getting taxed for the tr for for like a Probably. weight of a truck. There's a lot of vehicles you, you you would think don't get put yeah. on there like that, but they are. Yeah, it's weird. All right, I've yeah. had enough of this. Enough of this <laughs> scope talk. So long story short, uh, don't ever be afraid to do your own diagnosing. Yeah, and don't be afraid to question either. Don't be afraid to question, especially if you know what you're talking about. If you don't know what you're talking about, then don't question because you sound like an idiot. That's actually exactly what I was about to say. Because <laughs> okay. if I hadn't been able, been able to say like, "Well, it doesn't overheat," you'd be like, "Well, the coolant's a little low." I'm like, "Okay, do the radiator then." But I came back later with like, it held 20 pounds for over an hour. Like, yeah. it's not that. Yeah. And for them to be like, oh, fuck. It's like, like, sir, I work on seven threes. I yeah. got this. Okay. <laughs> like, There's only three liquid systems on this vehicle that yeah. I have to deal with, okay? I got a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> and like 40 times more fluid. Yeah. All yeah. right? <laughs> but yeah, so we got right. that taken care of. I will uh, hopefully give you guys an update after they fix it and whatnot, because that's going to happen tomorrow. But uh, yeah, it's going to wrap this episode up. Uh, greatly appreciate everybody tuning in, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.